Yeah, because that's I, the end of the intro. Okay, I didn't hear it. Because uh, oh. <laughs> this is fucked up. These headphones, I don't know if they work or not. All right, well, you know what? We're back with episode 82 of the Two Bells Podcast. 82, 82 right? Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, this is 82 of the Two Bells Podcast. We are officially back, mm-hmm. as if we had to go anywhere. Yo, Fall is here, man. Nigga, Fall came in like a Fall, motherfucking hurricane. Fall showed up like, you know the, that gif of that bitch walking through the door? And then the brick hit him? Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> I remember. I see that gif. The walking through the door. Like, fuck. Oh, oh, the one that's like, hi. Yeah, one of those. Like, Fall showed up nah, like, it, it came that? in like a brick. <laughs> Shit came in like, I don't know, man. It's just really... I think this coldness caught people by surprise. It just showed up. It was like 80 last week, and then it's like six high of 60 with mad rain because it's like hurricane season two, and it got cold. Electric boogaloo. That's fucking crazy. Yo, I got to tell you this story about yesterday. What happened yesterday? So we were having a mm-hmm. we were having a radio station meeting yesterday. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe I should, Whatever. If he hears it, he hears it. I don't give a shit. Because mm-hmm. I don't really know him. Um, uh. <laughs> But, like, this new guy came in, mm-hmm. and I, he was just, like, he, he, as someone who works, not, like, works in the industry, but familiar with industry types, and I think a mm-hmm. lot of people who at least maybe listen to this podcast or just do music in general can understand, like, mm-hmm. especially if you go out to an event and you network, and there's that one person who's, like, interested in, like, there's this one person who's, like, he told me, let's build, and I'm just, like, bruh. I don't what, what did he come to the table with, though? Like, what did he say? He's like, yo, I'm part of this brand. Like, He's like, he introduced himself. So, I, I don't want to make it seem like I'm a dick. Because it's just like... I mean, you are, but go ahead. No, I don't want to make it seem like I'm a dick. So, he introduced himself. He was like, yo, my name is so-and-so forth. I did work and work with so-and-so forth and da 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 But less in, a, um, less in an informative way. Not like the way I spoke it and more in a sort of braggadocious way. Like, I do work for this. I do work for that. I know y'all seen, you know... VH1, blah, 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 blah. And I was oh, just he like, was one of those. He's I a Mr. Me Too? Yeah, and I was oh, just yeah. like, ugh. So he's like, we're going through the meeting, and then we're talking about like our Facebook and things like mm-hmm. that. He was like, yo, how much followers y'all got? And I'm just like, bro, what is that? What is that, Matt? He's there taking notes and stuff. And I'm just like, bro. You think about to steal the idea of our what podcast. Is, what is this? Could you imagine that? What does that matter? I'm just like, what does that matter? I don't think that would ever happen. He's going to have it in Mexico. Call it those belts. <laughs> those belts. Talk about Lucha Underground and shit. <laughs> but he's just like, he's taking notes. And I'm just like, you're using us, aren't you? Like, in terms yeah. of just like. Cause there's that's some everybody pe- now. That's some people who like, no, there's some people who like, want to, in terms of just like, join the radio station to like. Learn how to DJ or like learn how to be a radio personality mm-hmm. or make friends or listen to music or whatever. Just want to chill with cool ass, you know, people. Mm-hmm. And then there's some people who are just like, yo, I'm trying to use this to build my network to really build. And I'm just trying to. Anyone who comes to me off the rip with the two let's words, build. let's build, I'm not taking you seriously because that is not a way you genuinely end a sort of conversation at all. <laughs> You end a conversation with, yo, it was nice meeting you, bro, or like, you yo, know. Yo, I'll hit you up, yeah, da, I'll da, hit da, you da, up da, 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 Yo, can I get you a, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. so and so forth. If he was like, he was like, he was walking out the door, didn't even even speak to me. He was like, yo, yo, let's build, I'll catch you later, let's build, let's build. And I'm just like, bruh, no, I'm, I'm not going to build with you. I don't know you. I don't know, like, a thing to build with. It's just the term, let's build, is so shaky to me. It's so you. shifty to me. And, like, one of our other friends, they got um, his number and saved it in his phone. He saved it in his phone, like, name, um, comma, CCNY, comma, artist, comma, just very... Who's that, Ariel? No, it was just no. But it was just, like, shout out to Ariel, by the way. Yeah, shout out to Ariel. But it's it was just very, like... As someone who's, like, moved through the industry, is just very, like, someone who wants to take advantage. Sound like a nut sucker. Yeah, something along those lines. But you know what? He might be a nice guy. I don't know if he's a nice guy. He might be, like, but the approach is shaky. The approach is very, very shaky. The approach and is first key. impressions mean a lot. First impressions mean a lot. That's why I, I roast people on their first impressions, so they know not to fuck with me. <laughs> this is real life. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, I, like... If you meet me and you come the wrong way, I'm going to roast you. That's when it. When I introduce myself... I can I, tell you weak. I can smell your fear. I usually don't say what I've written for, what mm-hmm. I've done, what websites I had. Like, I remember initially when I had the Disco Sin blog, people introduced me. Like, yo, this is my friend Jamil. He's a blogger. And I'm like, I'm also a person with feelings and 
you know, functions, and I can also nah, do other I hate, things. I hate defining people by one thing. When people tell me they do one thing, I always like, what else do you do? Because yeah. I'm always interested. So like, I never wanted, I never wanted that to be sort of my man. I wanted to like people to like vibe with me as a person, and then they find out what I do, and then they're like gradually impressed. It's like, oh, this nigga, like it's happened so well that way. In terms of like, I'm like, yo, I'm a freelancer, right? You know, I write in my spare time, and most people are just like freelancer, right? What the fuck is that? I don't know what the fuck that is, shit. And then, like, three months later, I'm like, yeah, you know, I wrote for Billboard. I wrote for Complex. Actually, cheap plug. I have a new article on thehundreds.com right now about Joey Badass. Yeah, I have a piece up on there. But it's just, like, I don't really just sort of introduce myself off the rip like that. Because I just feel like, I don't know, this is a better way to introduce. Introduce yourself as people first, and then you worry about all that jibber-jabber after the fact. Unless this is, like, an event. Like, what can you do for me? I don't want to be, like, some sort yeah. of succubus ass. Honestly, it, when to get to a certain level, it's going to be like that. I guess up there. Because I, I, feel I, like like, I feel like they put on these big-ass facades for each other. Yeah. When they, when they see each other in the suits and the big-ass heads and the polos and shit, right. they be sitting there and be like, yeah. Yeah, you know, know how you know, got this, you know. You know, I got this record with Jigga. Yeah. I was like, Jigga ain't making a record with you. Who are you? Nah, it's this nigga named Jigga... Jigga Germany. Jigga Germany? Jigga Germany. Yeah, straight out of Hamburg, nigga. <laughs> That's the name of his mixtape. Next video, you? next video, he gonna be in the Nazi Museum. Oh, throwing man. up salutes and shit. It's yep. very problematic. It's gonna, it's gonna get a lot of hits on World Speaking Star. of the, yo, speaking of the museum, they opened that National mm-hmm. Museum of African American History and Culture. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I had to read that entire title, because I just know, like, it's NMAC something. But the National Museum of African American History and Culture opened, and mm-hmm. it looks fucking lit. Yeah, they gotta be a whole section of hip hop. They gotta be a whole section of hip hop. Hip hop. They gotta be like, you walk in, and there's just like mad cool black people greeting you, and then like the lunch, the cafeteria got like Popeyes and like Chick Fil A. Nah, 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 nah. This is how this is how you get served. What you want? What you want? Chill. Uh, let me get the Martin Luther King. I have a dream sandwich got with, it. you know. <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah, but, something along those lines. But you go up, I don't know, you go up to like the fourth floor and then like they're teaching people how to do the electric slide and mm-hmm, shit like that. Mm-hmm. And just like... Cookout rules 101. <laughs> just mad you shit. You're never coming on time. Right. If it say it start at 6, pull up at 8. Pull up at 8. The food's not going to be out there till 8.30. A lesson for white people and how to talk to black people. All right, don't touch their hair. First of all, just off the rip. Don't say my man. Don't say, don't my say man. boy. The N-word is never okay. Don't, there's never a situation where it's okay. Don't even... I know the song is called Niggas in Paris. Mm-hmm. It's just Paris to you. I'll be honest with you. Um, let's see. What else they got in that museum? I don't know. Just... Uh, do-rags through the ages. They got the, the Pharaoh's first do-rag. They got the um, the the Moors, their do-rags. They're showing... I don't know. Every... They got the home theater on the eighth floor that's showing, like... So paid plain and paid in full, paid in full, baby boy, killer season, <laughs> all that other shit. But you know what? It's seriously cool museum. Nah, definitely. Like, there has to be an exhibit on black music. Like black people have been so prominent in music from down to house to techno to hip hop to just, just everything every, in between. Yeah, it's, it's open in DC. I want to actually go and yeah, visit me too. The you want to take a road trip? Let's take the road trip, bro. Ah, it's like, worth fuck it. out of here. We're gonna go out. Uh, of- it's open late too. Is it open late? It's open till like 8 a.m. I mean, 8 p.m. Damn. I think so, yeah. I 8 p.m. It. I think it's open That's till late 8 p.m. That's late to you? That's open late for a museum. Most museums out here close at like 5, 6. Oh, really? Yeah, I think they know. Sex I think museum, they know we're going. Sex museum. When I went to sex museum, it was open all night long. Yeah, because it's sex museum. Sex museum. Niggas trying to get freaky and look at fucking buffalo dicks throughout history. That museum was not lit at all. <laughs> you went in the titty room, right? I went in the titty room. It was I heard super about lit. That. It was super lit. That room was lit. Except for, like, the pervert who was there trying to get in. It's, like, tiny dude who was, like, a pervert who was trying to get in this room with other three other three girls. Mm-hmm. Like, the three girls registered to go in the titty room. I don't even think it's called the titty room. But it is for all tents and purposes. It's like podcast. a big bouncy room with tits in it. Tits in it. Everywhere. Tits all um, It's So, me, me and my date ended up going there. And... <laughs> I know, studio audience. Uh, three... There was these three um, white girls in front of us, and then there was this tiny guy behind them. And then the three girls, you have to pay to get in the room. I was like, I'd already paid to get in the fucking museum. Now, he wanted to treat one of them like a bowling ball and just... They asked asked the girls, it's like, 
okay, so you three, and they're like, yeah, and and then the person, the ticket holder was like, are you with them? And the tiny guy was like, yeah, and then the three girls was like, he is not fucking with us. Alright, he not with you. No, he is not with he, us. He's just in the bouncy room mad as much. <laughs> he's one of those perverts. He said, they said that was the second pervert of the day. The second pervert of the day. But like, they get them actively, and he, they were essentially just escorted him out and got his money back, but it was just like, yo, niggas are fucking weirdos out here, B. I don't know. Niggas out here, yo... I ain't one to... Fabbing in the fucking titty room. <laughs> Shit is a communal all space, my friend. With nipples. Um, nipples is a, such a funny word, by the way. Yeah, nipples is a funny word. I think we so, talked about this one. Say the word nipples. Just say the ni- nipples. Uh-huh. Just nipples. Like the peas. Like that and giblets. It's, it's, yeah, nipples. Funny ass word. Nipples. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's super lit. It's super lit this week. Yo, I saw... I don't know. I guess this is like the random talk part, the banter part. Yeah. Yo, so I saw this clip on Twitter uh-huh. of this girl walking around grabbing dudes' nuts. Oh yeah, that's she was wa- like she was like uh, Brazilian or yeah, something along those lines. Just walking in this barber shop and just grabbing dudes' nuts. It's like, what would you? How would you react? Honestly, it depends on the place. Depends on the place. Mm-hmm. What if it was Starbucks? It was Starbucks. Like I'm waiting for my coffee. She just grabbed my cock. Sure. She trying to suck my cappuccino. <laughs> like what's going on? Um, what if it was shoot? If it's the club and nobody. What else... What if it's the club? Yeah. Yeah. If it's the club and nobody else see, I'm gonna grab her by her waist and sure. be like, "The fuck you trying to do?" And then PND's not nice comes on. It was like not nice. You're rude. And put my meat on her lower back. <laughs> put my whole meat on her lower back. What if, What if it was? All right. Let's say if it was. Because if you grab my dick in Starbucks, it's very different. What if it was a my, wedding? If you grab my dick and I'm... Yo, if that wedding has open bar and I'm off the Henny, it's over. It's a wedding. It's Why over. would they be Henny at a wedding? Open bar. It's just Henny it's, at the if wedding? If it's a nigga's wedding, there's going to be Hennessy. Hennessy at a wedding. At my cousin's wedding? Hennessy for all the enemies. Motherfucker. Where'd the pop? What if it was... Oh, shit. What if it was... Yo, baby's christening. Baby's christening? Oh, she trying to get pregnant. <laughs> I'm not with it. <laughs> Um, she she see she's like oh yeah I see the baby you know it's real cute I'm trying to get pregnant nah nah you Spanish you fertile that's funny as shit what if it was I don't know man it's just I think my natural reaction would be like the general shock of it all it's like yo this really just happened nah because I'd see a hand coming no I mean after like the third one I think the guys are just like hey it's my third hey what's up they just start lining up what's good <laughs> But like yeah, some people, some people just line up to get their dick touched. As yeah, well. so just like um, I, I just can't. I mean, if it if it doesn't work the other way around, let's just say that it does not work the other way around. Yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah, why would we do that? I don't know. That's the double. The, I mean, that's, that's the, the double standard. standard. We'd this, be this in jail by three hours. Yeah, three we'd be hours. like, oh, or get into a fight if she would be on lose twelve Bronx and shit. Word. <laughs> Let you grab a, a roughneck chick titty or ass, son. She'll Damn. deck you in the neck. Grab, like, China. Say ass. Just cement. Nah, that ass will fight you back. That, it might be. That shit will drop. Yo, she is wild, though, man. Yeah, of course. She She's it. wild for that fucking... Did you see the shit that she did on Twitter? What'd she do? So... She, she posted Rob's number? She posted Rob's number yeah, on Yeah, tell, tell Rob to give Meryl his money, because he definitely said he's gonna send him 80, 85k. <laughs> You can't be promising shit on that. If it's on the internet, it's real. Right. Give Meryl his money, Robert Kardashian. So she she posted his number on the internet, and then... What did she say? I'm just trying to find it. I am not fucking, like, with that shit. Posting my number on the internet just so you have to change your number? Like, I will... (sighs) Don't don't compromise a relationship to try to prove a point because of stupid... Because you petty? Yeah. Yeah. One I keep those. telling people, pettiness doesn't get you anything. But you know what? Pettiness? Rob signed up for it. So Rob knew who he was getting into. No, he didn't. He's Man. dumb. You, he's you, dumb. He never. That's the first of its kind for him to deal with. Really? Like, I've dealt with ratchet chicks before. I sure. know how to deal with them. I've dealt with crazy chicks before. I know how to deal with them. So you, you, if, you've never, if you've never dealt with something like that, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be like, whoa. Because he's dealt with drama queens and divas, but he never dealt with some ratchet hood bitch like right. she's going to like tear him apart she's alright she's okay. gonna eat his soul here's what she said to a shirt to men not texting no bitches just tweet his number out how's that feel Rob how you feel it's good <laughs> get your number changed thank you since all these people 
Hold on, she's just on my She's ass backwards. <laughs> so bitches don't text my man. I'm gonna put his number out in the universe. That don't make no sense, do it. I'm gonna be getting messages like crazy, right? It's fucking insane. I don't know. I'm gonna get bitches flinging pussy left and right trying to try me too, right? It don't make no sense, right? Don't add up. Just don't. It's not mathematics. Just my don't nigga. do it. Just don't do it. Or don't get yourself in a situation with a person. Who no, just don't do date that. a woman with a giant fake ass and a rapper baby daddy. <laughs> Very true. And when you rapper ex- daddy, she, you rapper baby daddy's dating your sister. Yeah, it's just a weird fucking tree. That, there's a there's like two branches that like touch in that fucking <laughs> because of that whole cousin uncle sister. Yeah, thing. because of that yeah. whole brother sister uncle. Stepdad, brother-in-law, sort of thing in the fucking Kardashian family. There's just nothing good about that. Um, let's see, what can we get to right now? Yo, I guess stream talk. Stream talk. I feel like we should just like, just just streaming updates, just like from so Spotify. This is your new version of Billboard Blast. Yo, stream talk. Stream yeah, talk. you got that stream talk. That stream talk. <laughs> And we got. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna edit that thing. Oh god! We got that stream tone. I could cut it out. I could cut it out. Add a little delay. Make it sound grandiose. Sure. I fuck with it. Alright. Um. Spotify mm-hmm. is trying to acquire SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. This shit is. I have no idea what this means for us. Nah. Does it mean we're on Spotify nah, now? No, 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 no. This might be good. Why? This might be good because that SoundCloud ghost shit is trash. But <laughs> that shit is hot garbage. Super garbage. Nigga, they give you previews of tracks, even though the tracks are already on there illegally. This shit is dumb. Uh. So, um, basically, Spotify's interface with the ability to download music like SoundCloud, mm-hmm. that's brilliant. So let's hope they take it in that direction. Sure. Because you could have people host their tracks for, like, and still get still make bank off it real easy. Because there's, like, 30, 40 million niggas on Spotify. Like, shout out to... Um, Who's this producer from Portland? His name is Gang Signs. He produces like club tracks, All and right. um, one of his tracks made it up on. He he posted it up on Spotify, and it got a whole bunch of plays. So it's it's a good way to get out there. Yeah, Spotify is lit. I don't know. I'm just you know SoundCloud is, is SoundCloud looking like TNA right now. Mm-hmm. SoundCloud looking it's just neat. real it's funny just, in the light. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, it needs a whole revamp and restyling. It's like they're trying to do something with SoundCloud. They like first of all, they ruined the original. They were good before, and then they sort of tampered with the original vision of SoundCloud mm-hmm. by um, including all these restrictions and, you know, the SoundCloud Go thing, trying to compete with it, the rest of the streaming giants and shit, when there's really only two, and then there's one, there's like one, and then it's like a long break between one and two, because mm-hmm. Spotify's killing the game right now. But, Most of that. I don't know, there's just... At this point, it's like maybe Spotify will just buy out the rest of its competition just to piss Apple off. That's actually very brilliant if they can. Um, just buy Rhapsody, Pandora. No, they don't need Napster Pandora, too. Rhapsody, Rhapsody. They just fall, they'll let those fall by the wayside. No. You take up the new technology once you grab up like if they grabbed up SoundCloud and Tidal, mm-hmm. it's it's gonna get real quiet for Apple. I don't know. Apple's still Apple. Yeah, Apple's like niggas got iPhones. Like this shit is built on your phone. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you don't have to like download some other shit. But what about the app? What about the Android users? That's that's gonna be it for them. There's Apple Music on Android. Yeah, I know, but that's gonna be it for them. They're not gonna want Apple Music. They're not gonna. Want They're not because most Android people will be like oh, Apple, but Apple that we had this before. That's why your fucking Snapchats look like surveillance videos. Yeah, nigga. nigga. <laughs> that's what. That's one thing I'm happy about with this phone. Mm-hmm. Like when I made the switch over to this phone, you was like, oh my god, this was what my Snapchat looked like. <laughs> Should just like the fucking audio don't string- sync up with the fucking video, and it's like, what the fuck? Like, yo, Android's gotta do better with the Snapchat. Like, and I think it's because I forgot what was the reason behind why it's so shitty. Because it's literally like 1930s silent film ass Charlie Chaplin ass videos. Like, this. There's no reason why, as an Android, as you Samsung 7 Explosion users, like, should this shit still be shitty? I don't know. Let's see. What do we got here? Uh, 
on here? Go ahead. Did you listen to Beanie Siegel on Taxi? First of all, I've listened. I went straight to Complex and I looked at the top ten quotes because I'm not going to sit there and listen to. Those. You're not going to listen to Beanie Siegel? Nah. I'm You're not going to listen to the proverbs I'm, of Beanie Siegel? Nah, I don't got time for that. I really didn't. I've had what comes out in the rinse doesn't come out in the wash or something like that. Some shit like that. What comes out in the wash doesn't come out right in the now. rinse. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, pull it up. Pull it up. I'm gonna pull up the complex joint. Yo, because it's, it's it's compact. It's compact. It's not an hour and a half long. Mm-hmm. This, this nigga literally talks about the meat game thing for an hour and a half. And it's like he's telling you a story and you're listening. And it was at some at some point it was like very long, but it was also a very engagement just because he's just dropping jewels everywhere. And it's just like he's talking about like his past and how Meek isn't learning from his mistakes and how this whole entire thing with game came up and you know, all this other mm-hmm, shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So so, so let me read the first one. Sure. You argue with people in your comments to the point where you worry about what the peanut gallery got to say and not what, what the thoroughbreds think about you. Fuck the peanut gallery. Gems, yo. Gems. Gems. Very, very important. Gems. What else he says? You ain't never did that, nigga. For real, for real. You want to be like me, but you can't. You want to respect that I got, but you can't. You got to earn it. I earned it. Shit. Bars, nigga. You turn your comments off. You do. Th- he definitely did turn his comments off. You wouldn't have thought of it if you wasn't reading them and something was eating at you. Because a, a nigga is telling you, look, at, look, you took a loss to a singer from Canada at that, and you're flying off the handle. Nigga said a Canada at that. From like, Canada, from Canada at from that. From Canada, my friend. First of all, he also... <laughs> the shit is that. written in Ebonics, so it's hard to read when you read, like, straight English, but speak Ebonics. <laughs> so then you gotta shift it over to another nigga's dialect. My son called me one day and said, Dad, you see Milk Mill on Instagram? That's how his son talked. Like, Dad, you see... Nah. He told uh, tax. My son, 15 years old at the time, he said, Yo, man, Meek is a noodle. Yeah, I beat the that's, that's real Philly shit. I beat him the fuck up. Head. He can't fight. He seen when Meek was punching on that heavy bag looking like a kid. That shit was hilarious. Have you ever seen Meek Mill punching that heavy bag? You know what it is? That heavy bag fucking that nigga up. <laughs> you know what it is? The heavy bag wasn't designed for someone of his height and weight. No. So I know that by looking at it. Mm. But he should have took on a lighter bag, but he wanted to show off like a dickhead. That's why he looked so stupid. This nigga looked fucking Because he looked weak. I was like, no, nah, that's a heavyweight's bag. Nigga, you need a, you need a smaller bag. Right. You should have left it alone. You should have took the advice I gave you when you went through it the first time around. I strictly told you, don't say nothing, Meek. There's power in absence. There's power in silence. Yeah, and you learned that from Jay-Z. You could have won that beef because Drake don't got to live by the rules we live by or we claim to live by. He's not a street nigga. He's not from the streets. That's true. He don't got to live by the code. You can't look at that man in a different light because he got armed security. He's the biggest fucking thing in music. Nigga, nigga a, pop a pop star. Yeah, it's real. That's real. Beans wasn't lying, and Beans probably going to do a song with Drake now. Yo, that, that podcast was so... I don't know if I could listen to it again. Um, but it was mad engaging. Like, I recommend at least one thorough listen through. Tax doesn't really say anything in this podcast because he's just, like, soaking in all the knowledge and just letting beans, you know, just letting old niggas talk. And this all came, I guess, because Meek and his people, like, ran up on beans and then dropped him or something along those lines. Um, So, you know, beans just had to clear that shit up. But it was a good podcast. Like, Tax is really, like, I don't know. He's, like... The most credible hood journalist of all time. Just from the way he's doing these interviews. He's like... I don't know. He's just like a... so. He's The interviews that he's done... It's, it's like Jesus Romero said. The interviews he's done are like... Interviews that... J- actual journalists... Like actual known journalists are scared shitless to actually do. Like Matt Laura wouldn't... You know... Interview Beanie Siegel or you know... I mean... I feel like it's it's more fluid when you get, like, like it's easier for hood niggas to open up to another hood nigga. Right. Because there are so many relatable stories you can tell between one another. I think, yeah, it's a general respect for him. Yeah, it's a general song, respect. They know he real. Because some people can't do that, like, super professional interview because it's going to come off, like, shaky. It's going to come, like, if the interviewer doesn't speak the same way you do and has to, like, right. interpret and figure out from your slang what you're saying. It's gonna come out all all chopped up and fucked up. Yeah, they're just probably gonna rip that shit apart, tear it apart. They wanna do something real, they wanna do something from the streets. So yeah. you know what? Shout out to Tax Stone. Yeah, shout out to Tax Stone, giving the streets what they need. Shout out to Tax Stone, episode something. Beloved. Um, speaking of interviews, mm-hmm. Mary J. Blige. 
Mary J. Blige and Hillary Clinton? Mary J. Blige and Hillary Clinton, bro. First of all, first of all, I'm gonna smack that bitch with a chicken sandwich. Why? Why? Slap that bitch with a chicken sandwich. She bugging. She Why? bugging. I bet you she paid her all types of money. Hillary Clinton? Hillary Clinton paid her all types of money. Nah, I don't think so. I think Apple's paying her enough. Here's the thing. Here's me with this thing. As everyone knows, I love Mary J. Blige. I'm a Mary J. Blige fan. <laughs> this thing is just... <laughs> just lift the leg up. Just one leg. Lift, lift the leg up. Uh, she looked like she's about to drop the sturdiest Millie Rock every oh time. Oh my god. I love Mary J. Blige. But the way they had her set up in this shit was shaky. And I and I blame Apple squarely really, for I that. I really blame Hillary Clinton. No, I blame Apple. You want to know why I blame why Apple? I blame Apple for the same reason I blame Burger King. Because they chose... Out of, I guess, they chose to paint her in the light of this, like, singing black mm-hmm. lady. Yeah. As opposed to, like, something where they could constructively sell the interview. So, like, the first thing we see in this interview is, like, you know, Hillary, I just want to sing you a song. And then she just starts singing out of nowhere, getting real emotional. And, like, Hillary Clinton over there looking like she's just trying to, like, she's just trying to, like find emotion somewhere but cannot compute because she's a robot yeah she is a robot yeah. like if you ever looked her dead in her eyes there's no soul there it's, it's that's scary but it's coming from eight years of obama where it's like that nigga got soul that nigga's song al green in front of everybody he lit he was so lit killed osama all that shit um but it just looked it just looked shaky and light and i blame it. it's the same i blame someone for not being able not going through what they were releasing and saying hey maybe i don't want to release this part yet without the context because without context it looks completely wild Mm -hmm. but i actually watched the interview today and i was just like okay this kind of makes sense she was singing this bruce springsteen song because she felt like it resonated with her in terms of how things go things are going on today and she decided hey i'm gonna sing this song um and, you know, it, it, it works well in context, but without context, it just looked fucking weird, bro. <laughs> like, fucking weird. And then, like, Mary J. Blige even got on Twitter and was like, everybody needs to shut the fuck up. She just pulled out full yonkers. She was like, y'all need to shut the fuck up. Hashtag crabs in a barrel. Hashtag something else. And I was just like, all right, Mary. Y'all here. She tired of it. She, she ain't dealing with that Burger King shit the second time, nigga. That crispy chicken. It's whatever. Let me she- get them crispy chicken wraps. Uh, like that shit almost damn near you know what I don't think she understands the internet and sort of like how it how it has effect how it on happens because like everybody you can get these jokes off No, everyone has their day on Twitter mm-hmm. and Drake has had several days and he's still the biggest pop star on earth because Drake is just a goofy nigga who's just very memeable yesterday Tory Lanez had his day because the nigga's hairline is like Oh, I thought you meant because the nigga was upside down. And that nigga was upside down hanging from fucking nigga was like, Yeah, and they were making fun of his height, too. I was like, yeah, he's short. Oh, because he said something like... Um, he said something like about fucking like bitches or something like that. He said he had some tweet, and then like the girl who actually did like have intercourse with him was like, Yo, you're short, and... You know... Your penis is short, and everything. So... I don't know. Very weird. But everyone on Twitter gets their day. It's Twitter. But you still let him fuck. That's true. <laughs> Why do they do that? I don't know, bro. I don't know. So he said he he's not going to gauge in that. You know? Whatever. Are we trying to figure it out? Like, are we trying to figure out what people are, like, going after each other for? Because it's like... It's Twitter, bro. Y'all both had intercourse. Relax. <laughs> it's Twitter, bro. It's just Twitter. Yeah, shouldn't be so stressed. Y'all just had intercourse. <laughs> just get these tweets off. I mean, I don't know if she, I mean, she could just not enjoy it after. Like, just give him, that was essentially, like, a bad Yelp review. I guess. I mean, then you go and do better. Yeah. Stop shitting on the next man. Like, if you weren't, if you really cared, you would have been like, here, this is where you went wrong. Rub the clitoris. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Um. <laughs> really cared, but nobody really cares anymore. It is what it is, bro. Um. This whole Mary J. Blige interview. I know people, um, people probably forgot it by now. Like, when this release is like, oh, yeah, that shit definitely did happen. Nah. But it's just like, it just works well in context. Whatever. People gotta, I think people, I think Mary's her own team gotta, like, 
screen the shit that they released with her because mm-hmm. it made her look because I'm over her. <laughs> she's crazy as hell. You over? Her? Yeah, I don't know. Mary J. Blige is a classic man. She's, she's a, a landmark. A landmark? I know that make her sound mad old. Yeah, she's like a landmark she's... in the genre of R and B and hip hop. Yeah, definitely. She's like... she was crossover mommy. Sure. Um, speaking of other R and B artists, yeah, the Pied Piper of R and B. R. Kelly back with R. a Christmas Kelly album. R. Kelly coming with the Christmas album. Mm-hmm. Might be the greatest Christmas album of all time. Put your titties underneath the tree, bitch. <laughs> and have you suck in on my balls, hole. But is you 18? <laughs> the Grinch who fingered booty on Christmas is officially back. <laughs> He's here to stuff your stockings, Muma. I'm, I'm, I'm almost sure there's going to be like eight stocking stuffing references. Like, it's just going to be a song called Stocking Stuffer. It's about shit. the condoms. Yeah, something like that. About condoms, yeah. It's like, you know, you can leave cookies and milk for me. And, you know, that sounds well pedo but, you know. I saw Santa kissing mommy under the... I saw Santa banging mommy under the Christmas tree. <laughs> um, what else? I don't know. Slay grind. I don't know. This is bumping slay grinding. I don't know. Bumping. But it's... Featuring Pretty Ricky. <laughs> I just feel like this might be the greatest Christmas album of all time. And every time, I feel like every time, um, every time people bring up his past about how he like consistently had sex with underage girls and pretty much got away with it because he paid them all off to shut the fuck up. Um, he comes out with another album and tries to make us forget about it by his like amazing singing skills and like wonderful tap- tapestry of artistry of you know tapestry of artistry of, of theatrics in terms of this and this Christmas album is like long time coming if anyone should do a Christmas album it's R. Kelly because the nigga's wild theatrical for no reason mm-hmm. this nigga made Trapped in the Closet there's 30 something chapters of it it's ridiculous so you know what I'm here for a Christmas album by R. Kelly so just gotta listen to it. Um, we'll see what happens from there. Mm-hmm. Also, yo, this Drake thing. Uh, what is it called? So Drake released a short film, sort mu- extended music video, depending on how you look at it, called "Please Forgive Me." It, for what it, song? It is for it, multiple songs. Oh, for three. So it has. No, I didn't watch it three. because I don't want to watch Drake act. Sure. That's just me. Sure. You never watched Degrassi? Yeah, never did. No, all right. Never gave two fucks. Um, Oof. So, it has a few songs from the views on it. Um, it has... I know it has that song that samples Mary J. Blige. I forgot what it's called off the top. Um, dun, 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 dun. It has... Sorry, Western Road Flows. It features um, Controller video, the One Dance video, um... Summer's over interlude, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it. But the, the this entire just like the entire premise for it is just very stupid. Mm-hmm. Probably he's he's so here's what I've known for quite some time, and that is Drake's sort of creative direction and his style of music videos. The majority of them suck. Like, the majority of his music videos sell. Yeah. Besides, like, Hell Yeah, Fucking Right, I think Hotline Bling is pretty good, just for the internet internet sensation of it. I think, um... But Child's Play, like, the latest video he released, to me, sucked. Yeah, it was pretty to bad. To me, it was pretty terrible. The only thing that was worth it was the Tyra Banks quotable. I and I didn't even want that. That could have been done so much shorter. Yeah, I know. That could have been cut off by, like, three minutes. Not, not even that. It could have been done by someone not Tyra Banks. Someone younger. Someone younger. Not taller than him. Yeah. Not trying to be like Will Smith in the 90s Fresh Prince-ish <laughs> when she was on um, Fresh Prince. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, to me, most of um, Drake's videography kind of sucks. And I think it's something that, luckily, he, people don't really notice because people really feel the songs. But in terms of bringing those songs to life, it's very terrible because, like, in his music videos, sometimes he'll try to incorporate humor and mm-hmm. it doesn't go well. Oh, I'm definitely. looking at you, Obi. Um, <laughs> Obi. Obi. Obi Brian. Obi O'Brien. Yeah. Oh God, that's a horrible name. Yeah, it's just Ovo Brian. They try to Obo. I know. I remember his 
the first music, it's not his first music video, but his first real pop music video, the best I ever had video, with the girls with big ass titties playing volleyball, and it was just like, it was directed by Kanye West, and I think Kanye West kind of sabotaged his career, and he didn't really fuck with him after a while after that, because that video was terrible. Um, it wasn't Kanye's fault, it's his fault for having Kanye. Kanye don't even give a fuck about his own artists. Let's be real. <laughs> he don't give a fuck about his own artists. So it's time for their out al- for his album. Yo, dude. I mean, I watched it back for the probably the first time in I want to say like five years. The best I ever had video. Oh no, I hated it. Like the editing is bad. Editing All bad. of it is bad. I mean, you know, big titties and stuff. But it's yeah. like you gotta have some substance in there, man. There gotta be a reason for all them titties to be jumping and bouncing. What was it, 2009? It was 2009. It yeah, was I so hate, far gone, Aaron. I kind of hated that year. Like, I think I hated 2009 to 2010 in, hip, like, hip-hop, because it was such a weird turn. Everything after 2005 is really a blur to me. Like, I've been making these playlists of years, and I'm just like, wow, this year kind of sucked. Like, 2006 sucked. Um, yeah, because niggas was playing music from still from 2005, 2004. Yeah, 2009 sucked. Like, it's a lot of different things. Um, I'm sure 2010 sucked. 2009 had, like, Asher Rock, so it kind of sucked. Um, mm-hmm. But this, this Please Forgive Me film, it, um, it's just the, 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 the concept of that video. I don't know if Drake thinks he's like this in real life, like some cool action. No, People he's an who actor. Guns and... No, he's an actor. So, what it is, is he's a chameleon, so he can fit into any role. But, like, why these roles? Why because these roles that. the facade. Yeah, but why. Do you think he'd pick one uniform role if he could like all these fake personas for you? For instance, Views is about, you know, I guess his town and just like mm-hmm. different music that comes from it and things like that. And he's normally like talking about like relationships and how they're going fucked up or how they're going great or whatever it is. Fact, but it's like <clears throat> this doesn't connect well because it's not so much the album. I think it's it's a film for the album and the film doesn't really coincide with the album. And I see how he tried to get the plot for indecent proposal and try to fit that within the scheme of his album. But it don't make sense. Yeah, it don't. Because it's like you're some sort of, I don't know, if he's a criminal or something along those lines where he's just like, hey, and then like this African... He's a badman. Pretty much. He talks in Patois the entire film. And it's just like... Mm -mm. (laughs) Yeah, Sean Kingston on the line. Yo, what Uh, should I say? He's... (laughs) So, he gets someone to put a... No, he... His... Love interest in the video, who's fine as hell, but of course it's a Drake video. He only picks the fine girl. Um, fine as hell. See with Lori Beth. <laughs> Lori Beth Denver. That's horrible. I love Lori Beth Denver. That's fucked up. Oh, you don't want to be. Yeah, you don't want to be seen with someone that's gonna make him look like a bum ass Drake. You right. want to see with like, oh, look at this beautiful girl. So whatever. The the plot is essentially like, hey, but. Yeah, this huge African dude wants to bang his girlfriend. All right. And then his girlfriend's all like, nah, I don't want to bang him. I only bang you with Drake. Is she Chinese? No, she's not. What the fuck? Why does she talk like that? This is just how I'm talking. Oh. No, okay. I only want to bang you with Drake. Bumacot. Um, is that how she talks as well? She no, she doesn't talk like that at all. Oh, she said Bumacot. I'm just <laughs> making shit up. You're um, just making it up as you go I'm along. I'm just making it up as I'm going along. Yeah, so is Drake. Good for you, bro. Um, I know, look at that. <laughs> um... And then Drake is like, nah, man, you should, you know, bounce on the cocky one time for the $1 million. Because he's paying him, paying her a million dollars to bang her. So she's like, all right, cool. I mean, I'll go and, you know. Suck the cocky. Yeah, all that like straw. Um, So she goes over there and she's looking great because she's in this, like, lingerie. And then, like, the huge, figuratively huge... Um, African dude brings a servant to like give her five hundred thousand dollars, and then like she gets the other five hundred thousand dollars after like the deed is done. I mean, I would have took off with the five hundred thousand. I'm already, <laughs> I'm already rich after that. But maybe you want to go double for nothing. Um, so they kill the server dude. Like Drake shows up and like kills the dude with um oh, fucking popcorns in the video too. Yeah, we said that. Oh, really? All right. Popcorn's in the video too. Not the one dance video. He's just like, a, a, like, the guy who like steals all the scenes and shit. 
Like, he's just an actor who, like, steals all the scenes because he's actually, like, Caribbean and has an actual accent. And, like... Nigga, that ain't like, an accent, nigga. That's how he speaks. It's like, actual accent. Nigga. Authentic. Authentic. Ha, right? Authentic. Whatever, whatever, bro. Come on, dude. Come on. Whatever. Um, authentic. And then... Real team. He... Bad man, bad man. Eventually, the tall African dude is like, Hey, you killed my guy, and he took my money. Give me my money back. So Drake's like, Okay. And so he brings the money, and, like, the guy wants to kill him, but he's got the money, and then he is like, all right, here's the money, and then he lets Drake go. But while he was speaking to Drake the whole time, these two random girls, you know, like, the Shadow Triad in Pokemon Black and White? Like, the two girls just show up like that. And then they kill Drake's love interest. So, bam, Drake's dead, and he got, like, a million more songs to write for the rest of his life. And, like, then Drake's like, oh, shit, they killed her. But not really. He doesn't really dwell on it for too long because he's Drake. Um, and and then, fuck. And then apparently, uh, like they skipped to some scene where like Drake is in a shootout with the African dude thing, and then the African dude shows up at the end in this car and he's trying to run over Drake, and Drake's just standing there with popcorn. They're not even moving at all. Like this car is coming at him. They're not moving at all. And then they um. They reveal that Drake had a bomb inside of the briefcase of money, and he blows up the car, and then the movie ends. Damn, she's gonna whack. Shit is wild whack. But, you know, it, that's why I said it. it makes no sense of the film. Like, you know, it's not like Lemonade, which is like, it's a conceptual film with a conceptual fucking album. This is just like, ah, oh, these songs look like they fit. And, like, the first half is like one dancing controller because it's like his bitch is so fine. That he got to dedicate two songs for her in the beginning. And then it's like, the movie ends as like a gory, bloody end to like, fire and desire. <laughs> Which makes no sense. But, you know, wasn't that great? I'll be honest with you. I know I just spent like a whole like five minutes covering this movie in like, terrible nigga spark notes. But like, terrible nigga spark notes. It was good. Oh, he did this there. For yeah, real though. Cause. Yeah, cuz. But, it wasn't that good. Sorry, Drake. It's like, trash. Alright, so can we get on to the music? Because I know that shit was hot doo-doo, and that's why I ain't watch it. <laughs> Ass. Um, that shit was... Hot doo-doo. Let's get to the music. What do you want to get... Well, there, there's a number of albums I dropped. Alright, let's let's tackle this Dave East first, because we got to put on for the city. Sure. He's putting on for the city. Shout out to Dave East, who just announced his deal at Def Jam. Mm-hmm. So he's um he's working with Def Jam and sort of future releases. I think he's still on Mass Appeal, but he's mm-hmm. just working with Def Jam on future releases. Because um, why not? Right, of course. Like, really, why not? Um, Def Jam's a good look, good distribution, all that mm-hmm. cool shit. Um, so he released his album called, called... Kyrie Channel? Kyrie Chanel. Kyrie Chanel? Which is the name of his daughter. That's what I remember it as. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it's the name of his daughter. So he released a full album um, featuring the likes of 2 Chains, Seven Streeter, whose name is spelled wrong, mm-hmm. um, Fabulous, Cameron, Beanie Siegel, Jazzy... Is that Anna? Jazzy Amara. Amra. Amra? Yeah, something like that. Amra. And the game. Um, how do you feel about this, bro? It's pretty cool. Give me, give me the. Give it's me the, the most pro- New York shit you'll ever hear in 2016. It is literally the most New York shit. What? Uh, give me context for that. So literally, even by like the features, Cameron makes you feel like this is 2004, 2005. Mm-hmm. Like, when New York was popping. Yes. Yes. Um. Sorry. <laughs> it's sad to think about. It's funny because the first track is like what part of that freestyle? Which freestyle? One of the freestyles he did for Double XL, or one of the freestyles he did. I didn't for... watch any of them fucking Double XL freestyles. No shade to Double XL, but I mean, did that you see his that freshman free... list, nigga? Yeah, None of them his... are freestyle competent, my nigga. His freestyle was dope. Um, um it's probably. Then was it really a freestyle, bro? Yeah, it really it did. It became a song. It became a song. It did the Timmy Turner thing. Or did it do? Was the chicken before the egg and this fucking? It, I mean, the a song lot of was freestyle. there and it became a freestyle. You know, what's the interesting about freestyles is a lot of them either come from songs or end up being songs or just just random bars niggas grab out of nowhere. Some freestyles aren't songs, bro. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Whatever, nigga. In this age, sometimes if freestyle hot enough, it becomes a song. Like Timmy Turner. Mm-hmm. Shout out to that. 
Shout out to the shelf life of Tina Turner. So basically, in storytelling New York ass fashion, this whole album basically feels that way. Are you playing Keisha? I am playing Keisha. Yeah, that's like the lead single right now. But really? I didn't know he had a single from it. Yeah, it's also a video. and um, There's a video? Yeah, there's a video for Keisha. He's telling the, the story on a park bench in the heist. Damn, I didn't really... Nah, it's, it's cool. It's cool, man. Um, I'm not up on this Davies thing. I'll be honest with you. I am. It's, I support him. He I support the... him as well, because I support all the New York artists. And you don't have to blindly. support all of them. I'm Blindly, I support them. Don't be like the niggas that support designer. <laughs> Just blindly support designer. They're like, yeah, too. he sound like Future, but he's from Brooklyn. He's so from Brooklyn. We got, we got to be New with York him. got another one. <laughs> I know, but you I gotta blindly relax. support him. You know, he's pretty cool. I watched him on The Breakfast Club. Um, very dope interview. It looks like Angela Yee wants to like do him. Of course she does. <laughs> Look at him. Look he, at him. He's a ball player frame and form. Sure. Then he rap. Then Tattoos, he got he got the hood nigga swag. So it's of course you moist. Money, all that shit. It's not even about the money. It's about it's about him. Money helps. Money um, does help, but um, that's if you're real ugly. <laughs> if you're real ugly, money helps. Money is the lubricant. Um. <laughs> Like, listen, I got, I, I bought you the Celine bag. Oh my Celine god, Celine bag. I'm, tell me not to make that the title of this podcast. Um, <laughs> bought you a Celine bag, Celine no, bag. I, money is the lubricant. <laughs> money is the lubricant. It sounds like a fucking little Kim freestyle. Um, so you see what I could do with the whole sprite can. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, a, you know what? I listened to the first half and then I cut that off because DJ mm-hmm. Mustard shit dropped. And then I listened to the second half this morning. The second half is pretty strong. Yeah, I know. Don cons- Pablo, the realist back. Conceptual <laughs> tracks. I like the Bad Boy Death Row one. I like the oh, yeah, Shoot yeah. one. Shout out I to like- the game for sounding like Nas and getting me confused. <laughs> I thought it was Nas at first. I was like, oh, we got Nas on this shit? Oh, this is a game. What the fuck? Very cool. I think it's very local. I don't think people outside of New York will fuck with it. I don't Crazy. give a fuck what they don't fuck with. Well, all right. So, this... Fuck them. I'm just I'm just reviewing. I'm this just shit is lit. reviewing it for the general audience. I love the people. We love the people outside of New York who you do support the, the podcast. Do it for the people. Do it for the people. Do it for the rock. Um, <laughs> but I Your think it's, wearing fatty. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very <laughs> it's a very um, New York centric podcast. Not a New York centric album mixtape. I want to say this is a mixtape. Um, very New York centric mixtape. Mm-hmm. Like to the core. Um, sometimes to a fault, I think, because I think he can really. I think he's got the look where he, if it's, he becomes popular outside of New York, he will stay popular. He needs. He needs those. those he needs the Fab Blueprint, bro. No. Yes. No. Fab was popular, bro. Fab was. Fab was everywhere. popular. Now Fab we was. Fab but is he, now. He, at least he got that to that point. At least he got to that point. When you think of New York MCs who are popular, like Jay-Z. Fabulous, yes, but Nas? Fab, yes, Jadakiss, yes. But 50 Cent. You, yes, all of them who... All wrote, of them are rich. All of them who wrote shitty love songs in the past and became super popular because they... Like Superwoman? Yes. And like, 21 Questions? Yes. And like, ain't no like, nigga like the one I got and all this other shit. All of them had to fucking... Uchi Wally, nigga. Uchi oh, Wally. Nah, Uchi Wally was a club banger. That was a that was a pussy wetner. That's he also what, wrote love songs and shit. Yeah. Um, but... I think, in a sense, not to say that he has to essentially just, you know, become this sort of love singing R&B artist, because I don't think he can sing for shit. Nah, he need like a nigga like. Um, but he just needs a like Jeremiah to write the hook. Yeah, or sing the hook. That's Someone what he needs. He needs better placement. Like if he had, he, if he had a, a club tra- banger. If he had, yeah, and he needs to to change up his producers, because like look look at the the credits on this shit. Sure. It's a bunch of niggas. Hold on, Dave. But yeah, I think he just needs a real a club banger. I think he needs something that goes off on radio. Mm-hmm. I think he needs something that can play on a few different formats. Not to say that he got to get like fucking, you know, a Haley Williams or anything on the single. And they said Haley Williams. From Paramore. I love yeah. Paramore. Um, I guess. But it's he, I think he needs something just a little bit bigger, just something a little bit wider. I think, you know, Joey Badass got to the point where he, he's got bars. But then he just realized, hey, I need a track a little bit bigger. Yeah, and I mean, devastated. Look, he got Butter and Grands, Mr. Authentic. These are all people. Besides Cardo. Cardo. It's like a bunch of niggas you never even heard of. Yeah. I think he could, I think it comes with time. I think his Def Jam, you know, his Def Jam affiliation now will help in that sort of 
exposing him to different producers, letting him mm-hmm. different producers. I mean, look what it's done for, like, you know, artists like, even though he's not popping right now, August Alcina, or just, like, you know, who else signed to Def Jam? Janae Aiko, Jeremiah, you know. See, that's what he needs. He needs a Jeremiah. He needs a Janae Aiko song. I think a Janae Aiko song. I think a Janae Aiko did. Nah, he gonna leave, she gonna leave Big Sean for him. That's what's gonna end up happening. Probably. She gonna see his beard and she gonna be like, "Damn, nigga, Damn. you have a beard." Damn. Or Ty Dolla Sign. Ty Dolla, you can't go wrong with Ty Dolla Sign. She just, he just got the little shit to connect at the bottom, but you got the whole thing, you got my the nigga. Whole thing. And you sell the drugs. <laughs> and you don't look like a pussy. That's funny. Yo, Big Sean looks like if you blow wind in his direction, he falls over. Listen, he's and loses a very his Mister Manalo. man, but you know what? He's out here. That he's nigga could to drop some too. That nigga could look like he can't take a bump. Nah, then nigga bro. get one super kick he not done for the week. Bro, bro. It's like his career's over. In a week he's making an announcement like Daniel Bryan, nigga. <laughs> he's like, nigga, I thought this shit was legit. Thought this was forever. I'm not legit. But if I had to give this a rating, since it's a solid, complete project, and it's kinda dope. I'm gonna give it a four. I'll give it a three. I was I was impressed, but like I think he could do better. Um in terms of just, you know, it's very I'm not saying not to say that I'm hating against anything New York centric. I want something that's just just like bigger than bars. You know what I'm saying? I just want something like that's gonna like, last the test of time. I feel you. Yeah, something like I that. feel you. It's hard. It's hard to make something like that because so, niggas can't make pick up the phone 19 times. Well, would would he work with Thug? Maybe I don't know. He could work with Thug. It's a doable thing, but Thug would have to be on the hook. Yeah, of course, and probably a verse too. No, probably just sound real just. The, the, the disparity between Thug and, like, Dave East, and it's like... Nah, at the right tempo, it'd be good. Mm. At the right tempo, like, at, at 80? Maybe mm. you could give it that hip-hop feel, that, um, that old-school hip-hop feel, but you could still give it that trap feel. We'll see. We'll 80 see. BPM track? Um, they do it. Solange released an album this week. Oh, that's cool. Damn, bro. That's cool. You just hit him with the wild Nah, star. nigga, because I seen the art, and I was confused, nigga. I looked at her website, I was confused, nigga. I was trying to figure the fuck out... What was going on? So, so did you check it out? I did check it out. Right. Is it hot? It is very good. It's, it's not good? hot. I wouldn't classify it as hot because like hot is like Davies. Like this is like, mmm, <laughs> mm, soulful. Yeah, this is soulful. So, the album is called A Seat at the Table, and it's essentially about. I know what you. All right. So, what are you thinking? Tell me what you're. Don't thinking tell about. me this is a shady album. No, it's not a right, shady good. album. This is an like, album no shade, about... No shade your sister, nigga. This album is all about um, sort of uh, female black empowerment as well. Oh, that's wonderful. I think it's about um, the things that we've had to go through. And sort well, of, they've got to go through. Because you said it's female black empowerment. Well, female, you, comma, black. Comma, black? Female, slash... Not slash, comma. Female and black. There you go. Or right. black female. I don't you know, know, I never did good in English class. So you talking about commas? I know, but uh, it's 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 bigger than just females. It's right. also That's there are beautiful. songs that there are songs that um, come from a female point of view as well. Like talk about like black girl magic and all those other things. And but there's also songs just about how like for instance, there's Mad featuring Lil Wayne, where it's just like I'm just mad and like people don't understand why I'm mad because it's like you don't get it. Like, you, you're not going to get why I'm mad at all. All you think is I'm complaining, but it's really something bigger than that because we've just seen so many of our people die and a lot of things like that. It's a very, it's a it's a socially conscious album. It sounds really good. There's a lot of production here. There's a lot of, I don't, I don't know if you know the producer, Dev Hines. Um, Dev Hines has produced, who pr- majorly produced her last EP, mm-hmm. um, which was, became critically acclaimed. Um, there's production by like or contributions from Raphael Sadiq, Sampa, Lil Wayne, Q Tip. Of course, um, you got all these rappers. The Dream, BJ the Chicago Kid. There's also um, skits here from like Master P and her mom and her That's dad funny. and like other things. It's I forget just... that their family is from New Orleans mm-hmm. till an album comes out. Right. <laughs> it's very. It's a very cool album. It's a very. If you're black, I think you'll really enjoy this album. Just if you're black, you'll really enjoy this album. Yeah, I mean, 
You might enjoy it if you're white too, but I think you can really <laughs> enjoy it if you're black. No, you really understand the concepts if you're black. You can enjoy anything if you anything. No, I know that, but I think you really enjoy it more coming from the perspective of a black person. I think you mm. can understand you can understand the artistry as a white person. You can also enjoy it as a white per- person, but I think as sort of a black male mm. or even black female or anything like that, you really enjoy it because it's coming from your perspective. Everything here is something that they're not going to see from their, your perspective. You're going to see it from her perspective. She's, she's showing it from oh, your perspective. Oh, this sounds like the hottest background cleaning music. It sounds like, ooh. It's really And good. you hum along to it? She's very, in terms of Solange as an artist, um, over the past number of years, she's really continues to sort of reinvent herself. Nah, she reinvents herself, but still stays. Like, it's crazy. She'll do things, I guess, a little more differently, a little more modern next time. But it's like... She always, she always reinvents herself, but it's still Solange. It's still Solange. That's yeah. it. That's Deep the crazy the part. Core is still Solange, but like she's gone through like her doo-wop phase, who like Soleil mm-hmm. and Headley Dreams, and then she went through like sort of it was sort of like an '80s um, pop R&B phase where it was just like that last EP that was produced by Dem Hines, and now she's just sort of this soulful, um, genuine, speaking about sort of socially. Um, being socially aware, being socially conscious, giving um, inspiration, and also just making music that people can just genuinely feel. Like, there's an interlude on here with um, her mom, and it's just like, it's before the song called Don't Touch My Hair, by the way. Bars. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's just, if I could sum up that album, that skit is really just one of the main points of this sort of album, and sort that's of the beautiful. feel of it, and everything like that. It's very cool, very soulful. You um, go, Solange. A lot of people are going to feel it, I think. Um, it just it was announced. Yeah, you know, I was tight because this wasn't on the list. I wasn't. No. <laughs> so I was surprised. I was like, I'm not ready for this. Oh, you dick. <laughs> well, you know what? You was ready for the Davies one, and I wasn't ready for the Davies. All right, so it's fair. So it's fair. All right, so it's fair. Um, did you listen to that Danny Brown album? Denny Brown album super extract and it's so crazy. Atrocity exhibition. Yeah, and and like the the title fits so well because it's so so fucking abstract. This is my first time listening to a Denny Brown album. Really? I, I listened to his last one. I old did. Old was more was more off kilter but still mainstream. This one goes full full gusto with like the weird sounds and like the abstract. This song called Gold Dust and it wasn't named no, no Gold Dust references. So the the, the wrestle rap in me is very upset. Yes, but well, it is. But it is. I, I love. It's different. It's very like left. It's very off kilter. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I appreciate the flow. I appreciate everything here. I think he comes with lyrics and sort of mm-hmm. everything like that. The sound is very just. I loved really though. The Kendrick Lamar Kendrick and Absol, Errol Sweatshirt. It was really funny. It was dope, man. It's dope need more cyphers like that. I'm gonna put that on my cypher playlist. Yeah. It's fucking. It's. I don't know. This was this was just a good album in terms of just a listen. It was an entertaining listen. It kept me like moving. It didn't really like dip any parts because everything is just so vastly different. Yeah. Everything just bangs in a different way. Mm-hmm. There's so many different sounds and it's like much different than a lot of things everybody else is doing. Yeah. Which is why he's like covered his own lane and that's why people are. That's why his fans are at least are just like there's a bit of a demand for this album. Mm-hmm. It's just like you're not gonna hear anything else like it. Because there are not other people in that same lane either. It's like it's weird to define. It's like abstract rap. Right. Yeah. It's weird to define where he is musically. But which one was your favorite? You like really don't. Yeah, really don't hit that shit. <laughs> It reminds me of those like RZA beats, where it's like the shit feels like the hood. Right. Like. RZA would be like, "Yo, phone been the promises." Yo, his 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 slurred speech <laughs> is so cool to me. Ah. This is the album Kid Cudi wishes he could make. Yeah. Because <laughs> he makes abstract sounds and they sm- sound like doo-doo butter. Yeah. This sound is like, like freshly trimmed if, doo-doo if, butter. If Kid Cudi really wanted to be off kilter, he'd like stick with rap, but being able to crap sounds like this instead of going to rock and just trying to do some stupid cokehead shit. No offense to you know, cokeheads. But, <laughs> but it's just like... If he... This is just... 
This is what it is. I like exhibition, or I mean, atrocity exhibition. I like it too. Um, I give it a 3.5. I give it a 3.5 too. Yeah, it's real solid. I, I tell people to check it out if they want something different. Sure. There's great music in the background guy. Oh, yeah, that's my dad. Um, it's Latin night. <laughs> no. My dad plays the best of Latin jazz, rumba, and salsa. It, like, it makes our podcast feel classy. I know, right? It makes or like it, a boudoir or something like, like that. Like very cultured. It's Arturo Sandoval in the back, nigga. <laughs> Cold Summer, DJ Mustard. Came the fuck out of nowhere, nigga. Came the fuck out of nowhere, pointless as fuck. Should've what? came in the beginning of summer. What? It's... I should punch you across the damn room right now. Nigga, I'll grab your arm and flip you, nigga. I'll figure it out. I'll figure uh, it out on the way down. You gonna land like... I'll figure it out on the way down, motherfucker. We gonna, we gonna go. see what happened, man. What man. do you mean? Pointless? Oh my Pointless, God. nigga. That's the fall, nigga. So? You dropping shit in the fourth quarter, nigga. So, nigga? Like, who the... Like, what? This shit knocks anyway. This shit knocks... This shit knocks, yeah. Shit knocks the fucking and leaves off the tree. I don't give a shit. it should have been less tracks, too. No. What, what? It's fucking... Nigga, he's using the same sound pitch over and over. That explode, so? That explosion hits too many times. YG, Ty Dolla Sign, Rich the Kid. There are good tracks Young on Thug, YG... But fuck this. YG again. Like, oh you're, you're dropping tracks when no one asked for them. You want to... So? Nigga has a label called 10 Summers. Ain't dropped anything really all summer. Because he was on tour with Rihanna the entire summer. Who? Okay. Then t- then hold. Then hold or drop little crumbs, nigga. He did. He dropped a single with fucking Nicki Minaj and Jeremiah. And that shit was not that good for either of them. So he waited until he finished the album and waited until we got on tour. I can't believe this shit right now. That oh, I'm you hearing. can't believe this I can't shit. Believe this I have shit. an opinion. I can't believe this shit, motherfucker. Like, this shit is so hard to me. Like, it's not even like, oh my God. This is like the hottest release of the week for me. I look forward to this so much because it's got everyone I like on this shit. And you just coming out of nowhere. With your super smoldering hot takes and shit. Nah, like, no one asked for like, this shit. Oh, my like, God. Mustard gotta be the most... I understand. It's I understand bad. with the production of Mustard. It and it's very repetitive. Bad. And it's just Like, very... if you're gonna use that explosion sign, use it sparingly, like, for the bangers, I guess. Sure. And the, hey, 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 hey. So, are you speaking from the side of a producer where you're just like, yeah. this shit is so wet. It's so overproduced and retarded. S- and then it's like you do the same shit over and over again, my nigga. Oh my god. First of all, shout out to RJ. Yeah, shout out to RJ. Shout out to J305. Shout out to I don't even think you had a verse on this. Who? Shout out to him anyway, J305. Probably not. But I can't believe this shit, man. What? That you with the audacity to speak of this album in ways that you are speaking of it right yeah, now. Yeah, nigga, it's called my opinion. I know it's, it's called, called your opinion. <laughs> I know it's called your opinion, motherfucker. But this album is so good, man. Alright. Let's see. We, we gotta see who sides with who. Like, if you listen to this podcast and you reach up to this point and you didn't tune out when, you know, it was the Grinch who fingered the booty hole on Christmas. Like that should have been the title. No, I'm not nah, that shit that. is that shit is clickbait, nigga. <laughs> Fuck that! You got to do the Buzzfeed. This, this is, is clickbait, this nigga. Is clickbait. If you uh, who do you side with? Do you side with Mills or Carlos? Because like yeah, I should have dropped this, this earlier. I, One, it should have been less tracks. Two, three, they should have had other people produce with him. One, this shit is fire. Two, it got fire artists on it. Yeah, it got Three, fire artists on it. Knocks. I'm not going to deny it. Four, and it knocks. Yeah, because he can produce. Four. Is that, can he produce other songs that don't sound like other shit that he's produced? Four. Can he be diverse? Shit got Quavo on it. Five. Nigga, anything can have Quavo on it. I don't care. That shit's a requirement at this point. Yeah, it I got Quavo on it? Oh, I'm going to listen to it. Just Quavo, though. Yeah, because they're not playing for all three Migos. Nah. Fuck that. For what? Just to get Quavo, nigga? Six. Don't make no sense. This nigga samples the what these bitches want from a nigga hook. I know. I know. When Ty Dolla Sign said that, I was yeah. like, ah, uh, what they do is what they want from a nigga. Seven. That's all I got, though. Like, I don't got nothing else. So you got to side. You got to pick who you side with. For me, Ten Summers, Cold Summer, sorry. Cold Summer is pretty good. Everything knocks for me. I'm all about bringing sunlight to this fucking cold ass fall. It don't feel like sunlight, nigga. It just feels like mustard beats over and over again. Whatever, nigga. Ah. Whatever, nigga. 
podcast is over. The podcast ain't over. The podcast is over. Oh, did we really get to the end? Yeah, we got to the end. Oh, this fuck. Yeah, Damn, we did that shit real quick. I mean, it's really been an hour? Oh, yeah, it has been an hour. It has been an hour, bro. Come on, oh, we out fuck. here. We out here. You forgot? You forgot? Yeah. We out here. We doing things. Yo, shout out to... Um, shout out to... I guess shout out to me. Shout out to the hundreds. <laughs> Shout, shout out to Justin. Gang, gang, shout gang, Shout out to gang. everybody. Shout out to everybody that read support. My, yeah, read the article on the 100 Read his article. Um, shout out to my niggas, Darius. He's putting on an event at um, Open House down on the Lower East Side. What's that? It's, um, it's the Comic-Con event. All right. Yeah, I'm going to be in the building representing. Sure. Giving out. I guess gifts. Stick. We don't got no more stickers, right? I got stickers. Sure. Come you got, through, you get a sticker. Yeah, come through, stickers. get a sticker. Word. I'll be stickers. out there. I have stickers. I'm about to start sticking them on vandalizing mad shit with my stickers. No, 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 chill. No? Chill. Right. chill. The brand is strong, bro. The brand is strong, brand but is... my pockets aren't. Oh. Okay. So, well, people find out that it's us. We fucked. It is what it is, bro. Also, we don't want to just stick it on something and someone take it off. That's just nah, pointless. Nah, of course not. But I yeah, stick it on scaffolds and then it's like, all right, construction's over, scaffolds over. Um, yeah, they take this shit back to where, like, Aspeth Queens or wherever yeah, the fuck this shit is from. Aspeth. Aspeth. <laughs> shit says Mathpeth, but I'd be saying Aspeth. That's so funny. It Yo, probably stinks like booty out there. We are out here. We out here. Don't end up looking funny in the light like TNA. Don't end up looking funny in the light like Meek Mill. Sure. Or the game. Don't be like TNA or Meek Mill. Yo, that's a that's a lesson for the week. Yeah. Don't, do better than TNA or Meek Mill for like the next week. That's a, that's all your goal. Make sure your life is better than Meek Mill or you know TNA. Yeah, word. Because it's looking shaky out here, bro. Total nonstop ass fest. Ah, we out. Hot take. <laughs>